Hello and welcome to your San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego singer Andra Day is now an actress and a Golden Globe nominated one at that. We'll talk to George Varga about her new role, plus cartoonist Steve Breen talks about what stood out to him in the news this week. First, the news. In an effort to get schools reopened, Governor Gavin Newsom announced Friday that California will set aside 10% of its weekly COVID-19 vaccination doses for educators starting next month. The governor did not say whether teachers and staff should expect both shots before returning to campus or if they should expect to be fully vaccinated soon after schools open. Governor Newsom also announced Friday that high school and youth sports could resume outdoor play as soon as February 26th. But in San Diego County, sports could resume earlier. In response to a lawsuit filed by two high school athletes, San Diego Superior Court Judge Earl H. Moss III granted a temporary restraining order Friday afternoon. The order allows high school and youth sports to resume as long as they follow the same COVID-19 protocols followed by professional and collegiate sports in the county. San Diego State professors released a report this week highlighting the disproportionate discipline of black students in California and San Diego. One of the professors pointed out that San Diego Unified has not succeeded in lowering suspension rates for black students. Suspension rates were a common criticism groups had against Superintendent Cindy Martin when she was nominated for Deputy Secretary of Education in President Joe Biden's administration. Jazz icon Billie Holiday is back on the screen, and this time she's being portrayed by Andra Day from San Diego. Day is a singer known for her emotional ballad Rise Up, and now she's making her acting debut in the United States vs. Billie Holiday, and she's nominated for a Golden Globe for the role. George Varga is the UT's music critic who wrote a profile of Day that's coming out on Sunday. George, what can you tell us about Andra Day? Um, Andra was born in Everton, Washington, and moved here with her family at the age of three. Um, From the age of 12 to um, the end of high school, she attended the San Diego School of Creative and Performing Arts. Um, She got her musical start um, at the School of Creative and Performing Arts, singing in church in Chula Vista, and had a musical epiphany at the age of 12 when she first heard uh, the music of Billie Holiday, Dinah Washington, and a few other really iconic uh, singers. Um, After she graduated from high school, and I will point out here that at the age of 19, uh, she worked for a while as a delivery person for the Union Tribune. Um, And I can count on one hand the number of um, famous musical stars who had a connection delivering the Union Tribune. Um, Anyhow, um, she then began to put up uh, music videos on YouTube, accompanied by an acoustic guitarist, um, covering well-known music by other performers, um, including Eminem, um, and a particular music video that she did performing literally in a little, you know, mini shopping mall or in front of it, uh, got the attention of the then wife of Stevie Wonder, who was quite impressed to the point that she had Stevie Wonder come and listen to Andra on the video. He was so impressed that he phoned her at the time she was living in a little apartment with her mother in Chula Vista um, and you know, couldn't believe that Stevie Wonder was calling her saying, I like you and I wanna collaborate with you. Um, 
within a year, Wander had introduced her to a um, veteran musician and producer uh, who ended up uh, producing Andra's debut album for Warner Brothers record, Records called Here's to the Fall that came out in 2015. Um, and by the end of 2015, Andra and Stevie Wonder had filmed a TV commercial for Apple together. And from that point on, everything went up for her. Wow, what an amazing discovery. I have to ask, since you mentioned, uh, there are a few other famous people with connections to the UT, just as trivia, who are those people? Well, um, the one that would come to mind would be um, the uh, singer-songwriter Stephen Bishop. Um, one of his big hits was called On and On, and it was written about uh, San Diego and La Jolla, and then he changed the words before it became a hit. Um, he sold the then San Diego Union before the Union and the Tribune merged on a corner near where he lived in El Cajon. Um, and uh, so he, he comes to mind and it may be only those two, but you know, two isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, thank you for your service. Um, so Andra is now, uh, Andra is now portraying Billie Holiday in the movie, The United States versus Billie Holiday. It's about, you know, the jazz singer's struggle with the government, as the title implies, but also her personal struggles. What can you tell us about it? Well, the movie is directed by Lee Daniels, um, who directed Precious, which won a number of uh, Academy Award nominations a few years back. Um, one thing fairly remarkable is that Andra has never been in a movie before in any capacity, not in a supporting role, not in a cameo, nothing. Um, she had done musicals at the San Diego School of Creative and Performing Arts, but you know, being in a high school musical, however talented the people around you may be, is very different from being the title character in a big Hollywood film directed by Lee Daniels. Um, to quote her from our uh, Sunday Union Tribune interview, I was terrified um, and for good reason, but she does a remarkable job um, portraying Billie Holiday, one of the greatest uh, musicians in, in American history who um, struggled with from an early age on a, a, a broken dysfunctional household. Um, her mother was a prostitute. She spent time in foster care. Her father was completely out of the picture. Um, she had a remarkable artistic gift um, despite that upbringing, despite the fact that she married um, three different men who were all like Ike Turner in the way that they treated women, but without the musical talent that Ike Turner had. Um, she, uh, one of, her first husband introduced her to opium. Um, she became a heroin addict. Um, but um, the, I guess the key point of Billie Holiday is that she really was one of the prototypical civil rights pioneers in this country. That um, we're talking back in, in the 1940s. Um, she uh, recorded a song called Strange Fruit, um, which was written by a New York City school teacher. Um, and uh, it's just an unbelievably wrenching song about the lynching of African American people in the South. And although it was not written by her, she made the song hers immediately and for all time. I mean, no one can, can compare with that. And um, 
the American government, uh, the Bureau, um, I'm going to get, I apologize. Um, the American government had a division that dealt with narcotics, um, kind of a precursor to the, uh, the uh, current uh, drug enforcement uh, division. And they particularly had it in for black jazz artists in general. Um, any of them who were thought to use drugs were already having a hard time. The fact that under the use drugs and sang strange fruit and drew a very um, uh, racially diverse audience of white and black listeners uh, became a matter of real concern to the American government. And she was told, do not perform strange fruit. The fact that she continued to do so defiantly um, speaks to her character um, and also speaks to the unrelenting uh, efforts by the American government to get her uh, to stop and when that wouldn't happen to throw her in prison to do anything they could to silence her and they did in fact throw her in prison. Yeah I, th I think you said Andra Day used drugs there when you met Billie Holiday but that brings me to my next question was that in your article, something that struck me is that Andre Day did um, lose a lot of weight for this role. She started drinking and smoking cigarettes for this role. She started cussing, according to your story. Um, and she even met with recovering heroin addicts in LA who basically showed her how to portray shooting up. Why did she go through all of that? Um, she was really committed and devoted to, to capturing Billie Holiday um, in all her artistic glory and in all the personal trauma and challenges that she dealt with. Um, and yeah, thank you for correcting me. I, Billie Holiday is the person who was a heroin addict, uh, not Andre Day. And I think we had a note here that both Andre Day and Lee Daniels, the director of the film, neither of them thought Andre Day uh, was gonna be good for the part. And they kind of reluctantly got together uh, to have hors d'oeuvres and drinks. And according to Andre Day, uh, I'm paraphrasing, uh, quote, um, we bonded over thinking that Andre Day was not the person for the film. But in fact, uh, Lee Daniels felt something in her, her character and in her, in her as a person that, that convinced him she would be really good for the film. Um, she lost 39 pounds. Um, which is pretty astounding. Wow. Um, and I asked her, how did you do that? And she said through, initially through diet um, and uh, through, uh, through um, Akito. But then as it got closer to filming and during filming, she literally would quote, starve herself, unquote, or starve myself as she put it at times. And mm -hmm. she said it was really important to not be fit or tone. In other words, you can lose weight and look really buff that would have been completely inaccurate for Billie Holiday. So it was important to her to capture uh, as much of that um, as realistically as possible. And yeah, she did spend time with recovering addicts to learn not only how to simulate preparing to shoot up heroin and then to shoot it up or to simulate that, but to learn what their mindset was, um, to study what they looked like when they were talking about heroin the anticipation that it built in them. So she really took a deep dive into that and, and also took up drinking and uh, smoking. As she put it, you never saw a photo of Billie Holiday without a cigarette in her hand. 
and she thought anyone who smoked would look at somebody who didn't know how to smoke would think that was not realistic and therefore the rest of the movie might not be realistic. So the fact that she did all this, that she sings all of these Billie Holiday songs in an incredibly uh, accomplished Billie Holiday vocal style. Um, and I mean, this is a really grueling movie. Her character is beaten, um, terrible things happen to her, um, and yet she retains um, her, her drive and, and her, her dignity. Uh, so for a veteran actor to do that would be remarkable. For Andre Day, who has never been in any film before, to do that and to do it that well is astonishing. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, you did mention in your story that she kicked her bad habits. We're glad to hear that. Um, but you also said, yeah, you know, she and the director, Lee Daniels, didn't at first think she could do the part justice. But now she's nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actress of a Drama. So clearly um, she has done that well. What do you think of her shot to win? I think it is pretty strong. I, I will say that the, the Golden Globe... Um, the, the members of the Golden Globe are members of the uh, an entity called the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Um, and their logic can be elusive at times as to who wins and they have some rather strange categories. But the categories using for drama, um, I would not be surprised at all to see her win. And the Golden Globes are often regarded as kind of a uh, barometer or forecast for the Oscar nominations. Um, and Andre is already getting Oscar buzz. Um, she won an award at the recent Santa Barbara Film Festival. Um, all of this is really impressive and, and to kind of reinforce the point, all the more impressive for somebody making their debut in a film. Well, we wish her luck. The United States versus Billie Holiday comes out Friday, February 26th on Hulu. George, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you very much for having me. Now let's turn to opinion. Steve Green is the UT's in-house editorial cartoonist. Okay, Steve Green, our editorial cartoonist, welcome. Thank you. So Steve, what caught your attention in the news this week? Um, there was a couple big things uh, in the news this week that were not related to politics, which for me is a nice break. <laughs> I think I, I was kind of uh, just overloaded over the past several months with politics, so I'm always looking to get away. There was the big blackouts in Texas, which was a huge story, um, and it kind of had some um, parallels or some con connections to California. So I was able to do... Um, one on that the other day uh, with my Texas Hold'em cartoon. And I showed a, a family kind of um, in bed together, shivering, bundled up. And that cartoon was actually inspired by talking to my sister who lives near Fort Worth and she and her kids uh, were without heat for, for uh, over uh, two days. Oh my gosh, so, I, didn't, um, I didn't know that. Are they okay? Yeah, yeah, they're okay and they're, it, they have some family in the area, some other family on my uh, brother-in-law's side uh, who was able to kind of help them out and some neighbors are helping and uh, they're okay. So thank you. Um, but yet yeah, misery, I mean, they, you know, they kind of are, um, they're able to handle it. They live in a 
relatively nice neighborhood and they, they have a job, but you, you think about these vulnerable populations and you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, when there's no water or electricity and it's freezing outside, it's just, it's, it's primitive and brutal. And, you know, we can't, we can't have this. So hopefully they're, they're, they're going to get their act together. But what it probably means is, is massive spending required to get the grid where it needs to be. So this doesn't happen again. So anyway, um, I did a cartoon on Texas the other day, and I'm going to do another Texas-related cartoon for Sunday. Then you also had the uh, Mars landing, which is a big story. We hadn't, hadn't had a rover there in like nine years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I was able to do something kind of fun with that. Yesterday, I drew a some Martians spraying the Perseverance rover with Lysol. Uh, and then I also did a uh, lighthearted gif on the subject uh, because again, you know, it's a little bit of good news, mm-hmm. right? It's different. Th- it's different than the politics and the pandemic that we've been dealing with over the past year. Um, and then uh, there was also the big contract signed by uh, Fernando Tatis of the Padres the other day. And I'm going to do a cartoon on that for tomorrow. So we had some, some uh, different uh, topics that we addressed this week. Yeah, I mean, you did a, an amazing job this week as always. But yeah, the Texas Hold'em one, you know, it was so tender, like the picture of this family cuddling in bed, trying to keep each other warm. It was clever, but it really, uh, you know, sort of tugged at your heartstrings too. So really good job, Steve. Thank you, Christy. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten, and we'll be back Monday. <laughs>